is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, glad to be back with you today here at Get the Ball Rolling. Now, uh, this is a little bit different of a uh, episode. I'm going to be pre-recording this. Uh, I, I understand all podcasts are like pre-recorded. I understand that the, the, that's just how we do things. But uh, with uh, this, the you know spring break coming up, uh, I'm going home uh, to to see my friend get married up in northern Utah. Got to go uh, support him. I will be back down here in St. George uh, very shortly after. Uh, but you know, I I don't know when I want to be able to have the time. So this podcast will air on Tuesday, but uh, we are going to be kind of just talking about it uh, right now. I'll probably do the rest of it remote, uh, kind of a wrap-up of the XFL season, but this is still our introduction, and we still love you guys for supporting, and uh, I appreciate all that you guys do for us. Uh, here, I get the ball rolling. I love it. Got to keep on going, right? Alrighty, so we are going to kind of get into it today, and we are excited uh, to bring to you the first little bit of the college football season. Now, uh, I understand there's a lot, there's a lot of concern right now about the coronavirus and, and those kinds of things but uh, I, I mean I don't know how long it's going to go but one can hope that it doesn't affect college football in the future right hopefully this is a, a spring debate hopefully we can get get it taken care of and we can get back to football but uh, you know I started talking about the, the Florida Gators this last week and I said you know what I really need to focus on you know, what, what is going to happen? What are the storylines? Yeah, we have spring football. Um, once one spring football, I mean, it's starting up right now. They're focusing a lot on, on the NCAAs. It's hard to kind of get in contact with coaches. Uh, just kind of rules and, and regulations. So we'll get back in touch with those coaches. Don't worry. Rest assured we will. Uh, but we want to play a game today and uh yeah, it's going to be a really fun game. And we're going to focus on the SEC uh, today. And then, yeah, of course, like I said, because this is being pre-recorded uh, the week before, uh, we'll definitely, uh, you know, talk about the XFL second part of the podcast. But right now, we're going to focus on the SEC conference. All right, so here it is. What what are the storylines around the SEC going forward? You know, they say it's the best defense. They say it's the best conference in college football. But what are the storylines? Well, here it is. We're going to play a game called the three-word game. Now, I think that these three words can sum up every single one of the teams. Uh, you know, I think that uh, it, it will give us a little bit more insight into... I don't know how to put it. It will just give us more insight into the team and where my mind is thinking for the 2020 season. So let's get into it. Let's pull up. I mean, we can pull up a few of their schedules. We can talk about it. I know we've already kind of done that with Florida, but I really want to focus on these three words and the big storylines going into the SEC uh, season in 2020. So let's start us off with, you know, a classic song, and then we'll jump into the three word game. <laughs> All righty. Just got to play that nice little music, right? So, uh, oh yeah, it's, it's game time. Okay. So what are we, what are we, what are we really focusing on, uh, with this, uh, you know, new schedule? Well, we're going to start off with Alabama. So the three-word game with Alabama, right? We have their schedule pulled up right here, but what their main storyline is life after Tua. Okay, so you got to understand Tua, Tua Tagovailoa. Yes, he came in. I and and you got to. Uh 
I don't think he. I mean, he's good. I, people call him generational talent. I don't. I don't see that. I. I mean, I think. I hope. I wish him the best of luck. I don't see generational talent. Maybe in the college realm, uh, kind of like Joe Burrow. He was really good in college. I just don't know if it translates to the NFL. But what's life going to be like after Tua? Number one, they play SoCal. Yes, it's not in, uh, well, SoCal, uh, USC. It's not in uh, Tuscaloosa, and it's not in Los Angeles. It's in Arlington, Texas, so that will be an interesting game. Uh, they do get a poll Georgia at home. They get a poll um, Auburn at home. They get A&M at home, and they're on the road at Baton Rouge uh, against the Tigers. Yes, life after Tua is going to be interesting quarterback-wise. Their defense wasn't I mean, good, not great last year, I guess, if you want to say that. I just don't know what it's going to be like really for Alabama. They have more question marks around their uh, team than really a lot of other teams in the SEC. I don't know what it is, but Tua, I, I mean, was he as good as what we think? Was it the weapons around him? Those kind of things will be answered this year. But the three words describing Alabama this year, life after Tua. All right, now for LSU, no more Joes. That's right. Joe Burrow and Joe Brady are moving on. Uh, Joe Brady getting—he uh, was the offensive coordinator that came in uh, for Ed Orgeron in 2019. He is now the assistant coach uh, and offensive coordinator at the Carolina Panthers. So he, he moved up to the NFL. Now, uh, we're going to find out who was a little bit more important. Now, you might say that Joe Burrow was kind of tied at the hip uh, for Joe Brady because he was mediocre at best before he got there. And all of a sudden, he's this outstanding uh, you know, quarterback. Could be with coaching. It might be a little bit of both, I think. But we'll see what it will be going forward uh, for the Tigers. They are the defending champions. They do get to play uh, Texas at home, which will be a fun game. But they do have uh, a, some pretty tough slate going on the road to Florida, uh, going on the road to Auburn, and on the road to Texas A&M. We'll see what happens. But no more Joes. How are they going to respond? I think LSU kind of goes back to being who LSU always is. And that's a... You know, nine and three, ten and two team, and they'll go to you know maybe New Year's Eve, New Year's Day bowl, but nothing. I don't know if they're going to be knocking down the door back into the uh, college football playoff. Moving on to the next team is Texas A and M. Time is now. That's right. Texas A&M, the Aggies have to win this year. If they do not, I mean, this is uh, this is Jimbo Fisher. like, it's his third year. He's, you know what, everyone's been saying, hey, this guy, you know, he's putting together this amazing uh, team, recruiting-wise, amazing facilities and stuff like that. Well, really, Kate, well, let's see it. Now, they do get the benefit of the doubt. They do have a fairly easy uh, non-conference schedule. They do play uh, Abilene Christian from the FCS. They play North Texas. They play Colorado at home and home against Fresno. So they do not have to go on the road Uh like as far as uh, you know, non-conference games. Uh, however, they do have to go on the road to Auburn, and they had to go on the road to Alabama, which those will be tough tests. But the time is now. Uh, you have a fairly easy schedule. I mean, I, non-conference Colorado might give you a little bit, but they're at a coaching change. Uh, you know, we don't really know what the Lane Train and what uh, Mike Leach will do. We'll we'll talk about them a little bit later, but we'll uh, we'll hit that little uh, you know gauge later, but. We don't know what they're going to do. And you pull Vandy in South Carolina, who South Carolina 4-8 and eight last year, Vandy around that same time. 
you got to win. You got to go into Auburn and win, or you got to go into Tuscaloosa and win, or you got to be LSU at home. You have to win these games. This is this is paramount. Uh, people are going to jump on this bandwagon early. Realistically, this team could be six and zero going in. They're probably going to be going in, going to be a you know top. I would say. Uh, you know, 10 team at this point going 6-0. and They're going to play Auburn, which Auburn at the time uh, has a very good chance of being undefeated as well. I mean, they do pull uh, Georgia the week before A&M on the road. So, uh, but however, I mean, and they do play North Carolina, which we'll see what happens. It is in Atlanta, but we'll see what happens uh, with that game. But Realistically, this team could be going six and zero. Auburn could be five and one, potentially six and zero too if they do get Georgia. And uh, this matchup will be, you know, ESPN College Game Day. They got to win that game and they got to take care of it uh, against Auburn. That's going to be their first real test of the season. I think it will be interesting uh, going into the season. Now we've been talking about Auburn. Their three-word uh, game is one more year? Question mark. Now the question mark obviously is just there. But one more year. You tell me that Gus Malzahn, and okay, I'm a huge Auburn fan, but you tell me Gus Malzahn's got it, and I think he does. I really think you know, benefit of the doubt. Had he had you know, last year's defense coupled with 2018's offense, they probably uh, make it to the college football playoff. They're going to be there. It's It's Auburn. They're always going to be hanging around. I think that they take care of business against North Carolina. I think Kentucky, uh, they'll beat them uh, at home in Jordan O'Hare uh, or Jordan O'Hare Stadium. And they got to go on the road to Georgia. They are home against AM, but they go on the road to Alabama, home against LSU. So it's kind of like, you know, a mis- mix up, right? Uh, we'll see what Alabama's at. I don't know. Uh, I mean,. We got Bo Nix still at quarterback. We'll see what this def- how this defense responds with a lot of them going on to the, you know, uh, NFL and stuff. So uh, one more year question mark. Can Melizon uh, get them to a championship? Can do? Will they have enough faith in him? We shall see. All right. So for Mississippi State. The Pirate Mike. Yes, that's right. Mike Leach is in the building. And I'm not even going to go through the schedule right now because I am confident that Mississippi State is going to be good. I like this team. I think that Mike Leach it has a reputation of building programs. But if you guys remember in the, uh, you know, at the first, uh, the I guess, conception of his time or the first little bit of his time at Wazoo. It was, you know, a four and eight season and you're going to get a couple six and six seasons. You got to give him time to build. Yeah, he pulls North Carolina State uh, off the top of my head and, and then they do get Alabama a and I'm not saying that they won't make it to a bowl game, but we don't know what it's going to be. But the Pirate Mike has made it to Starksville. I'm excited to uh, see where it goes there. Uh, next up is the Ole Miss Rebels and the 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 words we got for them is next stop lane. That's right. Well, the lane train is pulling into Oxford, Mississippi. Now you're going to think to yourself, well, he's kind of a, a fun roller coaster ride, right? USC, Tennessee, back to the NFL. I believe it was Oakland and then to Alabama, to FAU, trolling people, trolling other fans, and I don't know. But we will say this. Ole Miss used to be really good. I mean, a decade ago, this was a team, you know, that was, you know, competing with Tim Tebow and the Florida Gators. However, 
They've got a tough schedule on the road to LSU. They do pull Florida at home, luckily, and they do pull Mississippi State at home, and they do pull uh, Auburn at home, and they have to play Baylor. That's going to be a tough game, but for the most part, the lane train is going to be interesting, and we'll see, uh, you know, at what point uh, he can get it going at LS, uh, Ole Miss, sorry, not LSU, but next up lane for Ole Miss. All right, next up, we have Arkansas. Now, Arkansas has been a revolving door at head coach. We had Chad Morris, we had Brett Belima, and other coaches that have gone on. You know, Bobby Petrino, I believe, was there. I mean, we're going back years. So, the three words for Arkansas is another head coach. What will he do here at Arkansas? Can he build it to what it was? Now, in my lifetime, I have never seen Arkansas... Uh, I mean, uh, people at one point told me, uh, hey, this team was a national power, winning all the time. Can Sam Pittman do it? Now, he does have Barry Odom, which he was in the SEC uh, as his uh, defensive coordinator. And uh, uh, he does have Kendall Bryles from, uh, I believe, well, Baylor and, and you know, Art Bryles' uh, son and stuff. I don't know what they're going to do. I think Arkansas is the hardest team uh, to predict going forward into this season. I mean, they do play. They do play Notre Dame on the road. They're on the road. At, you know, Starksville. They're home against A and M. They're home against Alabama. They're home against LSU. So it's like you know what they might. I mean, if they pull off an upset or two. They could potentially get the win. It's going to be hard for me to be convinced of this team 100%. But we'll see. You know, I, I we can just wait and see what happens. But another head coach, the three words that I think uh, is going to be happening with uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, we're going to be moving on to the Georgia Bulldogs. And the Georgia Bulldogs, they have an interesting name, uh, just like many others, and that is No More From. All right, so you let Jacob Eason go. So you let, uh, you know, well, Justin Fields go. What are you going to do? What is next? Honestly, I really need to know the answer to this question for Georgia. Fromm was the guy, and, and he didn't win a national championship. Uh, granted, neither did Easton, neither did Fields. Fields is still, you know, at Ohio State. But really, I mean, really, are we talking about it? What's up next? Are they going to pull another great quarterback? Are they going to stick with the same, I mean, like the same kind of regime of Aaron Murray, Jake Fromm, like this kind of prototype that they have down there uh, in Athens? We shall see, but no more from. All right, for Florida, the SEC sleeper. Now you're going to say, Tyler, Tyler, whoa, 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 pump the brakes on your Florida talk. They're going to be a sleeper. And I'm going to say this. Georgia's dominated that side of the conference, obviously, uh, of, of recent but that does not mean that they have that they're going to continue to dominate. I think this team is going to be good. I see them going forward. Stick it with me. Stick with me. The SEC sleeper of the University of Florida. They have a pretty favorable schedule. We'll be releasing our YouTube video of our nine or ten minute, six minute video. You can look it out there as we go into more in depth of why I think Florida is going to be good. Next up, we have um, Missouri. 
the great unknown, right? And and I wish I could pull on, uh, you know, Elsa uh, from Frozen, you know, singing into the unknown because we don't know. I don't know what Elijah Drinkwitz is. I don't know if it was first-year luck or if it was what Scott Satterfield built in Appalachian State. To go from the Sun Belt to the SEC is major change. But the great unknown, there are big question marks around it. Uh, obviously, with suspensions and stuff like that, them not being able to compete. Uh, you know, they had Kelly Bryant, who, who I thought was going to be really good, but turned out not really We'll see with it what what's going on with Missouri. Are they going to break out of kind of that Barry Odom uh, type prototype as well? I guess we'll see. But into the great unknown, right? The great unknown with Missouri. Now, South Carolina, first six games. You're going to say what? Why? Why does it matter the first six games? I really think that this is going to be uh, proof pivotal to the the overall success of South Carolina. South Carolina has to play well. They got they they got to in the first six uh the first six games and I'm going to pull it up right now. They go Coastal Carolina, they got to get a win. East Carolina win. They got to beat Missouri. That's 3, right? They got to beat Kentucky. That's 4. Florida and Tennessee, they've got Kentucky is like non-negotiable. And, I mean, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee, you can choose one to lose to. I think they'll lose to Florida. They're on the road. Uh, But that's the first six games. But you got to win two, and you can only lose one because after it gets crazy. You only pull – I mean, after you pull Vandy and you pull Wofford, right? Texas. So after Tennessee, home against Texas A&M, at Vandy, home against Georgia, at LSU – Home against Wofford at Clemson. Listen to that. Georgia, LSU, Clemson. Does Wait, that kind of sounds like the College Football Selection Committee, right? I mean, all of these guys have participated in the college football playoff. National championships either. You've got an incredibly hard schedule. I am sorry. I am really sorry for South Carolina fans. But if these first six, if you drop a game, you know, say you lose to Kentucky and Tennessee or, or Kentucky and, and Florida and beat Tennessee, you're two games down. You're going to lose to A&M. You could lose to Georgia. You could lose to LSU. You could lose to seven, uh, Clemson. All of a sudden you're at seven games. You're five and seven, not going back to a bowl game. South Carolina focused on the first half of the season and really toning up uh, that that uh, part of the schedule. For Tennessee, no more surprises. Last year, wild, right? Who would have thought that they lost to Georgia State and then come back to a seven to five season? I, I, I really, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know who, uh, you know, what was going to happen with you know Philip Fulmer kind of at the head and and and, and, and all these other guys, Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, but they got to play Oklahoma on the road. They are home against Florida. Uh, they're home against Bama on the road against Georgia. So, you know, they pull a little bit. But you're, I don't think you're going to go into uh, to Norman, Oklahoma and win uh, that Gainesville game. Uh, well, Knoxville, I guess. The, but against the Gators, the first part of the season, September 26th, is going to be a really fun game. It will prove uh, a lot uh, Well, a lot of my assumptions. Because if, Flo- if Florida can go into Tennessee, into Knoxville, I think, and, and win, and win convincingly, we'll know what Tennessee is like. They're probably going to be sitting about an 8-4 and four record, uh, maybe 7-5 and five again. But that's, I, I mean, it's better than not going to bowl game, Tennessee fans. All right, with Kentucky, really tough schedule. Those are the three words that we use to describe them, right? And that is, uh, number one, they play at Florida. They play at Auburn. They play at Tennessee and at Missouri. Back-to-back, right? 
and then they're home, luckily, against Georgia at Louisville. And uh, Louisville is going to be another sneaker team. I really think this team has the 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 moxie and the guts to get to be the second in the ACC behind Clemson. So. What do I see with this Kentucky uh, team? They've got to win the games they're supposed to win. You can't drop a game uh, against, you know, uh, uh, they got to be like, for example, if they're going to be good, they got to beat South Carolina. We're just talking about South Carolina win the first six. They've got to clean up. Yeah, you're not going to, I don't think you have the, the, the players to compete against Florida or the players to, play, to, to beat Auburn on the road. It could happen. I'm not ruling it out. But you've got a tough schedule. You've got to win the games you, you, you're you favored in, the games that you're predicted to win. Or if not, you will not be going to the final uh, you know, bowl game scenario. But we'll see what happens. All righty. Next up with the, and the final, I guess we have, is the Vanderbilt Commodores. Now, Vandy has always had a special place in my heart. And you're going to say, why? Uh, when I was, uh, you know, being recruited, I was actually recruited by Vanderbilt uh, University and it was great. And they were really, you know, professional, really liked them. I ended up not moving out to uh, Nashville, but, you know, I still had, they still kind of have that special spot, spot because they at least talked to me uh, about you know being part of the the recruiting process however uh this next year i have no idea absolutely no idea that's three words absolutely no idea i don't know what to expect with vandy and i understand that i said that about mizzou and i understand i said that about vandy but really i don't know uh you know Derek mason a couple years ago pulled a fast one on me and he got him to a bowl game and then last year i thought they were going to be a little bit better and they end up not really you know pulling pulling their weight and stuff they're on the i mean they start off they do get mercer at home but they're on the road against missouri on the road at kansas state and home against colorado state now colorado state just had a change uh with steve audazio at the at the helm but you know can't de- colorado state's decent uh, i mean not saying they're the best team team around but this first you know four or five schedule and then after at georgia home against Ole miss you got to be able to win the games like you know you got to beat Kansas State. You got to beat Missouri. You got to beat Colorado State. And I understand not every team is going to be able to make it into uh, the uh, you know the bowl games and stuff like that. But I still love them. I, I I still have you know a really strong appreciation for these teams. But those are the three word games. So I hope you liked it. This is going to be the SEC. Uh, hopefully uh, the week after you know do the Big Ten. The week after that we'll do the Pac twelve. We do, and we'll kind of just roll on with the, these three words. And and this will help us kind of hone in on what we think is going to happen this season with. Uh, with the SEC, with college football. Hopefully we can even do this into the FCS as well. We've been following them. It's been, uh, I mean, I followed them since I was little, but, you know, a first full year of following the FCS pretty religiously. So we'll be talking about that as well. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Stay tuned after the break. Again, this is uh, pre-recorded. This has been uh, being done the week before. Uh, so uh, we'll be, now we'll kind of transition uh, into XFL news and then our predictions hopefully for week six again uh, the, with the coronavirus with this outbreak uh, <clears throat> type thing we are you know working and uh, hoping that you know we don't want it to be canceled but for the public safety if that's the if that's the, the way they have to do it that's the way they're going to do it uh, as of right now I know that they're going to be playing in a you know no people are allowed uh, into to the game except 
you know, the players and stuff like that and essential personnel. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward uh, with the XFL. It's sad to see that, you know, the coronavirus is, is in the first season. I still think that the XFL has a good product and they can continue to move on. And then uh, we'll probably send this show off on the road. So stick with us uh, after the break talking about the XFL uh, week six. And then hopefully, you know, maybe maybe by then we'll know if we're going to have a week seven, uh, a week eight uh, into the playoffs and stuff like that. But uh, stay with us after the break. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep this ball rolling. is going on ladies and gentlemen we are back with get the ball rolling uh so here is some fun news for us here at get the ball rolling right uh i know uh the first part of this podcast i had done uh prior to today I, I did it around uh, last Thursday-ish, right? And uh, I had uh, told you guys, like, hey, you know what? We're going to see what happens with uh, the XFL. We're going to see what happens uh, as everything kind of rolls forward. Now, uh, due to the recent outbreak uh, in coronavirus, if you guys haven't heard, they're no longer going to be playing the XFL season. One of the Seattle Dragons players, uh, I believe they have not released his name yet, uh, is going to be, I mean, he's been quarantined, tested positive for the coronavirus and stuff like that so i mean it's really sad that uh it turns out that he you know had it and that they had to suspend the season uh you know nba taking kind of a hiatus and um some of the other, I mean, sports and, you know, March Madness taking another hiatus and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's super, uh, I really want to just say how much fun it, it, it was. And I'm sad, I'm sad to see, you know, the XFL season kind of going away now uh you know uh, through five games and i understand there are a lot of jokes and a lot of memes and a lot of a lot of different things out there you know saying oh well uh you know they, the the aaf made it longer than the xfl i mean come on people this is extenuating circumstances you cannot blame uh you know the xfl for taking uh, precautions right and uh i understand you know you can play without people and but you know what we're, we're just putting a lot of people's lives uh in at risk and you don't want to get sick i mean i don't know a single human being that wants to be sick actually uh back in 2009 uh i was all of uh in the seventh grade and i remember when i got h1n1 i i had the swine flu and i mean i, I looked at the cdc things and it said that you know over you know uh, i don't even know like 150 million people uh were infected with it and around like 300,000 people died worldwide or something like that so i mean and and i understand that the the, the coronavirus is a fast moving virus and and it can be transmitted and, it, and there's a lot of different things out there there's a lot of rumors and stuff i'm i don't really want to get into that uh you know just listen to the cdc listen to the who the world health organization and stuff like that but all i want to say is yeah, i remember being super sick but with the swine flu and if the coronavirus is anything like the swine flu i would not wish that upon my worst enemy so uh i know it, it's sad and uh, i know that we have had to find uh you know, avenues to release our, uh, 
I guess you could say sports uh, addiction, right? You know, uh, we're we're a few. We're we're almost going on a week now with no sports, and quite frankly, it sucks, and uh, it's going to continue to suck until at least we get a little bit of NBA, and uh, especially for football, because I wanted I wanted the XFL to work so well. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a few thoughts uh, after this and, and stuff like that, but you know, I I I'm going to miss the XFL. Uh, I think so far it was a success, and I'm going to be interested uh, to see where they're going to go after this season. I mean, they they have a good product, right? They they have a good product. Uh, could it be better? Probably. I mean, I, I I mean, look at the NFL; they're even expanding to 17 games. So so you can always have a better product. It doesn't always have to be you know the same thing you know every single day, but. Uh, I believe that uh, the XFL did a, did a tremendous job. I'm excited to see if they'll expand into new markets. Uh, they proved it can work. Uh, St. Louis was getting near sellout crowds in the lower bowl. Seattle getting near sellout crowds. Uh, it's hard to say, you know, Houston uh, in a new stadium, which was bigger, maybe in the old Houston stadium, they would have, you know, been near sellout or whatever. But uh, in the new stadium, they were selling out about half of it. And the Audi stadium looked full. Uh, so, for the most part, I feel like it was a success, and we need to we need to like that. We need to you know encourage that. We just because you like the NFL does not mean that you don't have to like the XFL. I heard a lot of people saying you know oh, I'm not going to watch it because of the XFL. Uh, it's not the NFL. True, but let's embrace this. Let's, let's embrace the new. You know, uh, America's built on innovation. Let's let's innovate. And this and this was very you know innovative. You know the the, the some of the rules. You know the double pass, uh, the kickoff rule, the kickoff out of bound rule. I, I loved all of these. So let's just be happy with it. I mean, let's let's just go forward with this. I am I am really happy with the XFL and what I saw. I liked also the quality of play. I said, you know, at the first of the season, if it's going to work, we got to have you know the quarterbacks have to play well. And for the most part, they did. Uh, I mean, I wasn't sold on Cardell Jones, and I was kind of hard on him all year. But for the most part, we had a pretty good season. It was a really good season overall, and I am grateful for everything uh, that that we have, and we need to continue to. To support this this next year, <clears throat> continue to to follow them. Uh, obviously, on their you know social media accounts, try to stay updated with the league. And and as far as this whole social distancing thing, uh, you know, listen to listen to podcasts. You know, uh, spend some time with the family. I I love. I think if we take some time uh, and spend it with the ones we love, the ones we care about, we're gonna we're gonna you know draw closer not only as families. Uh, communities and hopefully as a country uh, you know I mean everyone talks about politics left and right uh, at this time I think that we need to kind of forget that and uh, we just need to be Americans today and we need to, to, to come together uh, I mean we have a common enemy right now and that's the coronavirus so let's come together let's help one another out and uh, we're going to get through this I mean we're, 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 we're going to this isn't going to last forever sports will come back uh, we'll be able to go out in public and we're going to shop we're going to be able to do the things that we always have have been able to do and that we all love you know it, it will happen we've got to we gotta weather the storm this is just you know a brief little blip i think 2020 is going to go down as one of the craziest uh years uh we're three months in and 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 it's continuing to just be you know a, a roller coaster of a ride but you know let's listen to the cdc again listen to the cdc listen to who um and 
you know, take those precautionary steps and let's keep our family safe. Let's keep ourselves safe, right? We can't, I mean, if we're, we're safe, then we're going to keep our family safe by not infecting them and stuff like that. So that's kind of my thoughts uh, this morning, uh, you know, here in, in St. George, uh, back here after our uh, little hiatus <clears throat> to the land northward, uh, seeing one of my uh, best friends get married there at Sling the Pill, Jeff, uh, not, not Jeff and Skyler, but the, uh, the Jeff of uh, Sling the Pill, Jeff and Skyler got married. You know, big uh, shout out to him and his uh, wife, Ashlyn. Uh, congratulations to them. It was a really good wedding. Uh, was a little cold, not going to lie. I miss uh, this beautiful St. George weather. And uh, for those of you who have never been to St. George, it's beautiful. Uh, we're looking at uh, highs of 70 today in March. And uh, I love that. So uh, keeping that rolling. Anyway, so those are kind of my thoughts. I know that we did the three word game earlier. We're going to probably do that, uh, kind of starting going forward. We don't have a lot to talk about. I mean, sports in general doesn't have a lot to talk about outside of NFL free agency. And, and on this show, we're going to kind of tend to, to stay away from the, from the NFL stuff just because, uh, we, we let Sling and the Pill take care of it. We're kind of, uh, you know, tag team in that and also 24-7 Ball Talk. Uh, if you guys want to listen to them, you can find them on, on Spotify and, and, and iTunes as well. But they're they're going to kind of get into NFL free agency and stuff. I mean, we can talk a little bit about Tom Brady here, uh, you know, him not playing with New England Patriots. Hey, low-key, my bucks might get him. Anyway, you know, we, we might we might drop a little bit like this, but we're going to be focusing, you know, on college football. We love college football here at Get the Ball Rolling. There's going to be a lot of fun things going forward as well uh, with Get the Ball Rolling this next year. We're working with a lot of coaches. Uh, you know, hopefully we can bring them back. Uh, we're getting uh, word that uh, we potentially could have Coach Jay Hill on uh, the podcast, the head coach at Weber State, and also uh, head coach Dean Hood from Murray State. So, so we're, you know, we're hopeful that we're able to get these guys on, uh, talk a little bit about them. Uh, they, I mean, they're even more busy now than ever because they can't do recruiting visits in person. So they've got to wow people, you know, through, through other means and stuff like that so uh yeah so it's going to be it's going to be exciting to see uh what happens you know as we go forward and uh you know what uh this is going to be all for our show today we, we thank you guys for listening uh the three word game was so much fun we'll be bringing it back uh next week next tuesday uh as we do the big 10 and probably uh the big 12 we'll probably do two where we don't have any other sports information if we do if we get word of anything from the xfl uh anything else coming out of college football then we will most likely uh i mean jump on that opportunity to be able to, t- to talk about that there's nothing better than talking about uh, college football so let's uh you know again stay safe out there uh thank you for the continued support if you want during this uh social distancing period you know what you can do Go back, listen to our old episodes. We've come a long way. Uh, you know, listen to, to the old Murray State podcast or the old Colgate podcast and, uh, you know, listen to uh, how these coaches talk. Become fans uh, of the sport. We love it. And uh, college football, Not we're as of right now, we're not pushing it back at all. So let's keep this rolling. Also, I want to give big shout-outs to the people, uh, you know, listen to us uh, around the world. Uh, we have listeners here in the United States, obviously, uh, you know, out here out west, Utah, California, Oregon. Uh, big shout-out to people in Virginia, Idaho, New Hampshire, uh, New York, Nevada, all of us, you know, listening to, this, uh, to the show. We appreciate you. We can, we you know, we get uh, our analytics every single week, and uh, we're grateful that we're able to, to continue to, you know, increase our uh, podcast. Be sure to continue to listen to 
us and uh, you know tell your family and tell your friends but also you know a big shout out to, to, to people in France uh, got a couple listeners out there and uh, we got one in Paris and uh, some of these other names I can't say I'm sorry uh, I don't speak French but thank you for listening Canada as well uh, the UK Vietnam Norway Puerto Rico and Australia uh, we're really uh, grateful for all of your uh, you know, continue to support of it. Continue to listen. Uh, continue. We're going to continue to get better. Uh, if we continue to have your guys' support, we will do the best that we can and uh, continue to make our shows better. Uh, be sure you can message us on those social media platforms again at Get Rolling Nineteen. And uh, hopefully, you know, we, we're not even afraid to bring you on. Uh, you don't have to speak English. You can come on. You can talk to us. I don't care. We just want to continue to grow our podcast the best we can. Uh, get the ball rolling is a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully, we can make it even more fun. For for you guys all right so uh stay safe out there everybody we uh we love your guy you guys and uh, the support that you guys have given us uh have a wonderful week until next week with a, another three word game with the big 10 at least with the big 10 uh we will see you next week give us a listen